either someone here is lying or this family's a lot closer than we thought. And now, this is a man that knows how to marry his cousin. Morning, Greendale. I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community Season 6, Episode 12. Mike, it's the penultimate episode I of Community. I cannot believe we're almost there. That episode, of course, being Wedding Videography. But before we get into some real good wed- weddings and real good reactions to weddings, let's outsource Mike's bits. I would I say this is the second to last time I ever, ever have to do this, but I nope. know you're bringing this over to Futurama. Absolutely I am. Cool. So apologies for that if anybody doesn't like this, but at this point, it's all sunk cost. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it that good, good shuffle. We're, we are running out of cards, so we'll find out what we go here, but we will uh, see what the sound like is this time. All right. The shuffle has been completed. I'm going to cut the cards. Now, my good friend, Ben. Yes. This this has some uh, thought about what we talked in our pre-show banter for Patreon uh, exclusives. Uh, so I hope it's, would you rather be naked in a Safeway parking lot or <laughs> on a bridge? Yeah, yeah. You, you know, and if you want to hear more about either por, por, por of those no things. Dos. Yeah. If you would like to hear any, of, any more about those things, just uh, we're on Patreon. So... So find us there. Now, my good friend, Ben. Yes. Just off of the A, uh, naked bike ride here in Portland, would you rather wear adult diapers the rest of your life or never wear underwear again? Would you rather wear adult diapers the rest of your life or never wear underwear again? Um, I mean, the lack of the lack of underwear is maybe going to be a little uncomfortable. Okay, um, sure. As someone who who primarily wears jeans, um, mm, yes. But I, I think situation there. Uh, I I think I would go with that. Uh, just because the alternative uh, feels maybe a little cumbersome. Okay. Um. So yeah, I guess I would go with that. Um, I don't love either. Yeah, um, neither are great solutions here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's it. And I don't really have any clever, clever things <laughs> to say about fair. it. I was, I, I was think... hoping it was going to be about riding a bike naked on a bridge because that's definitely what we talked yeah. about in the, in the Patreon I mean, I, fi- I kind of thought never wear underwear again, including being naked. You kind of see there that the, the chain is there's there. A pretty, got, there's a pretty big tenuous. difference between it's not tenuous. wearing underwear and biking up a, a bridge with your wang Shit. out. Mike. Sure, I that's fair. I understand this. I'm just saying there's a chain you could see from one to the other. I do think that uh, one of the things about uh, adult diapers is that one does age into them. Um, if that one has, uh, uh, you know, a, a wandering bladder, uh, I'll, I'll call it. Um, so you might need that. And if you've chosen the never wear underwear again, 
uh, that could be an issue in the future. Now, do any of us really know the future of our bladders or, or our colons? No, of course we don't. <laughs> who would? Um, but uh, as a man who has some stomach issues and has um, made some made some confident choices that didn't work out, we'll put it that way, <laughs> I'm going to go with the adult diapers because then okay. I'll always be able to to accept live a life conclusion. of confidence uh-huh. yeah live yeah. a life of confidence yeah. okay yeah go for it pass that gas and you know what if it if it's more so be it okay uh that got a little bit more graphic than i was anticipating but that's fine to be fair um, i'd prefer that to just free ball in it and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm. W- well now i gotta get new pair of pants mm-hmm mm-hmm there's a safety uh, confidence that it, it the adult diapers would give me as somebody with a bad stomach. Uh, I wish I had uh, the sound clip of Frankie uh, going, ah, mm-hmm, yes, a valid point or whatever from last episode, uh, because <laughs> I I feel like that would fit here. Yeah. Uh, the episode of Community <laughs> we're talking about it is the penultimate episode. Wow, I, I love I love how much you're like limping. It's like, God damn it, I have to I had I had to hear that. Now I have to talk about community. Look, man, it's it's rough. It's I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to come back from that. But we're gonna try. <laughs> it is wedding videography, the penultimate episode of community. We're almost done with this, Mike. This yeah, is uh the incest episode. <laughs> I literally, the self-described incest yeah, yeah. episode. I literally have the finally the Elroy line about a man knowing how to marry his own cousin. It's it's happening. Uh, I will just get right into it. Elroy uh, uh, appeasing white people yeah. by just uh, uh, basically how, how does. He basically he just word it? He, um, he encourages white people, encouraging um, white people, mm. and it's mostly just like describing what they're doing, which is less of encouragement and more just explaining, but like in a encouraging tone. And I'm like, now if I if I got a now that's a way to work that asparagus, I'd be like, oh, I'm having a good day today. Hell yeah, thank <laughs> you, sir. All right. It's very funny because it's he's very not true. wrong about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> If uh, if someone was just like, oh, yeah, no, you're you're doing a great job with those meatballs. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? You know what? I am. Yeah, I, I am doing I a great job. I feel confident in this moment. I'm not worried about my bladder or colon at all right now. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> pretty much the like it's pretty much the funniest whole part of this whole episode is just Elroy going around yeah. just like it's pretty good. At one point, he literally is just like, now that's a glass that really knows how to hold water or whatever. Like he's, or hold liquid. Yeah, like he's he's literally liquid. being it's... like, you're holding a glass and that glass is doing its job of he holding does, liquid. And he I'm does, just like. He, he does like a whole singing thing about how this man should continue wearing his pants, uh, which is, <laughs> which is also very good. It's, it's all like, of course it's like, there's, there's some truth to it. And then it's taken to the wildest extreme possible. My name is Elroy Potashnik. And from 2006 to 2009, I was addicted to encouraging white people. All right. Now there's a man who knows his meatballs. Oh, you know. You know what you're doing. I mean, this man knows exactly what he's doing. Now that's a container for liquid. Oh, now that's the way to handle a meatball. (laughs) 
And look at you, working that asparagus. <laughs> oh, look at these pants, mom. Oh, oh. He should keep on wearing, keep on wearing his pants. Right, because it's community, and that's what community does. Exactly. It's like, you know how on Mythbusters they were like, I don't know, let's test a myth to see if you can remove dried on cement from a cement mixer with with TNT. And then they they put in some TNT and it like kind of removes it a little bit. But the truck is mostly fine. And they're like, what if we just put in (laughs) cement? 700 times more explosives into this thing so much so that we have to just film it from a mile away and the camera is still going to get knocked over in the process. What if we did that? And then they do. And you're like, this is good television. Community is the sitcom (laughs) version of that. I love uh, suggesting that community is the sitcom version of Mythbusters, which I do love. Um, also, that that what you're describing did rule. It was awesome. You blew up. They blew up a cement truck, and it fucking ruled. Um, uh huh. Yeah. So I have no <laughs> no notes yeah, about that, that. That episode is uh, cemented oh, into my mind. Look hey, at you. see what I did there? Uh, it is cemented into my mind. For as that sort of like they're just gonna take everything to it the extreme because I'm like they didn't need to load the the truck with like C four or whatever but they did they were yeah. just like man we didn't we didn't get enough explosion out of the like s- single stick of dynamite we didn't get enough explosion out of the like four sticks of dynamite back Let's up throw the in truck some baby four so back up the truck fill her up. They know what good television is. And it's um, blowing shit up. The science on that show was not always uh, stellar, but the we're going to blow shit up by the end of the episode factor, always stellar. Yeah. I, and that's I, what you tune in to see. You know, you you just watch it. And like, I, I remember one where they were doing pirate uh, things where, oh, yeah, where yeah. they used the uh, eye patches and then they had to like go do uh, like... <laughs> like an obstacle course in the dark. It's like this is the stupidest thing ever, and I can't stop watching it. <laughs> Man, that show got weirder as the time went on. Oh hell yeah! Like, they're they're just like I don't know. Uh, obstacle course in the dark. Why not? Yeah, why not? Sounds good. Um, oh man, so many so many robots. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Community is basically the the sitcom version of that, where they're just yeah. like. All right, we're gonna we're gonna start out with just like Elroy saying that, like, oh yeah, no, my my thing in uh, 2006 to 2009 was just uh, um, hyping up white people, um, but I had to stop because, like, you know, when you don't put a lid on something, there's no lid, and then it <laughs> it does go to him literally singing a song at a wedding about how this guy sure is wearing pants. Which, ironically, uh, there have been times within the last 24 hours they can't sing about you, my friend. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, hey, what can I say? I'm a proud naked bike rider. I, mm-hmm. So there you go. Um, More updates in the Patreon pre-show banter. Ask me about the places I've been naked in Portland. Um, I should get a, a pin that says that. Um <laughs> You would. <laughs> so, yeah, anyways, uh, the point of this episode is that Garrett is getting married to Stacy. Mm-hmm. Um, 
a character we have not seen at all up until this moment. True. And uh, Aaron, um, Aaron McGathy, uh, who had recently uh, married uh, Dan Harmon in real life. So I assume that their marriage or that their wedding was exactly like this episode of Community. Well, that's uh, my that's what I choose to assume. I'll tell you this. They divorced in October 2015, uh, uh, barely making it or not even making it a year. Uh, That just aligns with my headcanon of Mm -hmm. their wedding was exactly like this. Um, Mostly because it's kind of not headcanon. It's basically canon at this point. So yeah, he they he he uh, proposes, and then the wedding happens basically immediately. It's another it's another documentary style mm-hmm. episode. Abed's filming. Um, I don't think Abed makes a visual appearance in this entire episode. Yeah, like that, he is that always is, behind the camera. Yeah, that's mentioned. Uh, I I saw that mentioned as well. Yeah, no no only uh, audio versions of Abed. So. They are uh, going to this wedding, and they it's it's not only another documentary episode. It's another the group is hopelessly uh, codependent mm. and kind of a dick to everyone episode. Yeah, uh, it's sort of like the best hits of Community minus Paintball minus uh, Darkest Timeline. Yeah. It's it's pretty it it, it you, you, we kind of are in that world of playing the hits. Um, mm-hmm. There are some you know additions because you, you know Elroy is you know obviously going on his own journey here of hyping up white people, and I do think that there's some interesting strokes with uh, Frankie here that we kind of start to we start at, at, at on the twelfth episode we finally get some interesting things for Frankie. <laughs> um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's it is kind of playing the hits. I don't even know what to say about this episode because it is sort of just they start. So Abed's doing this documentary. They start out at apartment 303 getting jazzed up before the wedding. They're pre-gaming. They're playing celebrity uh, Garrett celebrity marriage. Yes. Uh, where every one person is Garrett saying I do to some celebrity that generally is Jack Nicholson. Look at you, you little helper. Okay. Do you Garrett take... Jack Nicholson to be your lawfully wedded wife? I do! (laughs) I do, Johnny! Which also just involves basically everyone in the group doing their best worst Garrett impression. Right. Uh, Which is, you know, (laughs) maybe a little bit mean. Um... You wait. You're telling me this study group who mentioned that they barely know <laughs> Garrett even after knowing him for six years are being mean to him. Mm-hmm. Who who would have thought? Who um, would have thought? I do. Th- I, you know, like he goes he in the law class. He he goes through his proposal, which I actually thought was kind of cute. Except for Stacy looks wildly un unenthused about the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, she really does. Um. Um, yeah, there's, it, you're right. It just kind of, you, you, there, it's, it definitely has a structure, but it's hard to describe it because it like for a good amount of it, when they're all getting ready, which is basically just pre-gaming, um, they're just doing jokes and then they're like, oh shit, we're late. <laughs> right. Because they, the, the ladies told the men that, uh, the wedding started three hours before it did so that they'd arrive on time. Uh, because usually they would arrive late, 
and but then, then somehow very confused. Everybody got kind of confused here. I think what's sort of implied is that like they all sort of invented a time and then got confused about what time the actual wedding was. <laughs> um, because yeah, they're they're fair. very late to the wedding. To the point um, where where they're are they're doing their vows. Like that's pretty damn mm-hmm. late to the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's I, for a lot of weddings, especially this one, which seems, you know, there's not a lot to it. You know, you, at a, like, uh, 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 you know, I've been to some Christian weddings that are full masses. You could probably be a little late to those and not have a problem. But most weddings are tend to be, like, at most 10 to 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, most people just want to get to the reception and the dancing and the drinking and the party. Yeah, I mean, you can, you can be a little late to those if you want to disappoint God. Uh, so... You That's know, fair. just keep which, just keep that in mind. Which, which I do. God could be Todd. T- Todd could be God, or anybody could be God. Just keep it in mind. Mm-hmm. I do. I do love how Todd is such a terrible officiant. It's like, I am God. It's like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing here? Todd started out like a surprisingly normal, normal, and then you know, yeah, the Yam episode. He <laughs> he definitely like goes off the deep end a little bit. But then through no other intervention, he's suddenly being the officiant at a wedding and being like, <laughs> who is God? Maybe I'm God. Maybe those people who showed up late, they could be God. Yeah, they could all be God. And I'm like, what happened to you, Todd? Well, there's also the paintball episode where he's being very bizarre about it as well, like into the paintball. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, like we don't see where Todd literally dives off the deep end, even though he's still chosen to be the efficient. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's wild. Mm-hmm. This whole scene is sort of it's basically the whole study group doing weird pratfalls there. Yeah, uh, they they get spotted trying to sneak into the wedding because they're real bad at it. Well, and they also they have come to... in and basically shush each other over the vows of the people getting mm-hmm. wet, getting married, which is a real big no, no. Uh yeah, so you know for wet wedding seasons here, um, it's so true. when you go to weddings, maybe don't show up five minutes late to the ceremony and uh, violently shush people, um, over the sound of the vows. That's just my that's just my two well, cents. Yeah, these are um, just our opinions. You're free to do what you mm-hmm. want, but we have some opinions. I've been to a few weddings in my time, and every one where I've violently shushed people. During the vows, uh, has not gone well for me. So, yeah, yeah. the The mother mother of the groom always comes and yells at me a little bit. And then later, I reveal that uh, the bride and groom are cousins. But we're getting there. We're, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Yeah, we're jumping ahead of ourselves here. Who amongst us <laughs> hasn't gone to a wedding where you discover halfway <laughs> through that the bride and groom are second cousins and bring that up in front of everyone awkwardly? Uh, and because, put the whole wedding in jeopardy. Yeah, because we've all been there. Yeah, we've all been there. We all had to do like a backup best man speech. You know, it's it's a whole thing. Yeah, they. I like how how we basically just joked, but also talked about the entire plot of this episode. We just I gave, mean we just gave you the whole plot. <laughs> there are there are community episodes that are meticulously plotted out with a lot of like. You know, very specific events that happen. And then there's community episodes like this where it's just like they pregame, they show up late, mm-hmm. they're trying to not be dicks, but end up being dicks at the at the uh reception. Yeah. 
uh, incest happens. Right. Uh, like those are the four <laughs> plot points uh, in yeah. this whole thing, and then the rest is just random things happening. It does very much feel like all almost all the actors, except for like few a few scenes that are like these have to go this way, are just like. I don't know. Make a meal out of this, a- including mm-hmm. when um, you know they talk. Uh, Frankie and Annie are talking about the the dragon within them um, called helping people, and then you get a cutaway later of Annie just basically listing off names for the dragon, like Serpent and and mm-hmm. Christian Scale, and it's like, okay, that that clearly feels like an improv game that they're just like filming, and well, yeah, it's great. Keep going, Annie. Uh-huh. Or keep keep going, Allison. I mean, but that's that's sort of the the whole plot of the the episode. So I don't I mean, I don't think we need to go through, you know, the whole the whole thing bit by bit. Um, But yeah, the the uh, study group shows up and they it's like a pratfall city because there's not enough seats. And so they're like wedging themselves in. Which also which also begs the question, were they actually invited? (laughs) Uh huh. Um. That's a good question because there are definitely not <laughs> enough seats at the at the ceremony. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, and I've I've been to weddings where not every seat is filled. They don't go through and they're like, "Oh shit, the the ceremony's starting in five minutes. We got to go remove those empty seats." Like you just leave those empty seats, right? You you don't you don't like meticulously make sure there's not an empty seat in the right, house. Right. This is not this is not the Oscars. You don't need seat fillers. Although I, just, I love although, the, I, I love the idea of like all right look I I know I'm the caterer but I got to get down there cuz there's got to be a seat filled here. All I'm saying is I look pretty good in a suit. Uh oh. I could be I could be a seat filler at a there wedding. There you go. Now we're thinking just, of side hustles. Ex- yeah, exactly. I'll just I'll if you have a wedding coming up and mm-hmm. you need you need to make sure that all the seats at the ceremony sure. uh, have butts in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, just hire me, um, and uh, I'll show up. And if anyone needs to go, like sure. use the restroom or whatever, I'll just sneak in, sit down, um, look look fancy in my suit. Uh, you know, ooh and ah, and like look at the bride See, when she's uh, walking down the aisle. Maybe dab a tear away from my my eye just for just you know playing it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're you know, go- we're go- uh, now- not, I don't even charge extra for that tier. Oh wow! Just saying, some people that di- some people might, mm-hmm. not me. You you get a professional a pro- with me. Yeah, it's all built into the price. Now I do want to kind of go into this a little bit because you know you 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 might be hiring Ben sight unseen. Um, uh, you know, obviously there are pictures on the internet, but there's not really a good sense of how he responds in those big moments. You know, like let's let's go with. Uh, you know, how do you react in that moment when it's time for the uh, one of them, one of the married people to kiss the other married people? How do you react in that moment? Let's get let's get that good, good scene so that the people know what they're what they're hiring. This is a purely visual joke on a purely auditory medium. I was so thinking, this is no, not like, going to work like, out. What do you make? an <laughs> ooh, ooh, and then clap. Or like, do you what? like what's the noise here? Uh. I I mean I I would just clap. I'm not I'm not there to like make a scene. I see. I'm there I'm there to be a background actor. So no no whooping. So no, like, I'm not woo! I'm not whooping. I'm not I'm not getting paid to whoop. Okay. I'm just so I'm gonna I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna cost? clap. 
hmm? is whooping an additional cost. Because what if they want the whoop? Maybe, maybe they need. Maybe you're the whoop starter. They're they, they want people to whoop, but but no one. Everybody's like, I don't, I don't know if my family is a whooping family. Like, can you get me? Can you give me that whoop? Can you know that? And so, is that an additional cost that they can pay? I'm a seat filler, Mike, not a whooper. You got to hire a whooper for uh, that. I see. It's different okay. rates, different union. Uh, oh, see now. Okay, now I did not realize that there were separate unions. Obviously, that makes a ton of sense now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate uh, under the the you know I I'm I'm you know I've only had one wedding I plan to only have mm-hmm. one wedding and I haven't been to very many and it's it's good to know what the what the the uh, the structure is around seat fillers and whoopers and yeah and- no it's it's two it's two totally different unions I'm represented by the the local uh, butts and seats uh, mm-hmm. union sure. uh, and uh, if you want to get involved in the uh, in the whoopers union that's uh, going to be your local whoop there it is union so sure yeah that's totally right yeah okay that that totally makes a ton of sense and i've seen their building as i've been you know dr- driving to my mm-hmm. own work which is unfortunately neither whooping or uh, butts in seats so i i, I have, i'm just ignorant of the whole process so thank thank you for informing me this has been really informative uh-huh now there's a man who knows how to put a butt in a seat so it's true i mean i I, I, I've heard you talk about your uh, 2015 Butts and Seat Award that you got from the union. So, uh, anyways, yeah, it's it's some pratfalls <laughs> because all the seats are filled and for some reason. Which, yeah, it does it does beg the question uh, if they were even invited um, because there's no seats for them. Right. But Especially after, like, Chang actively breaks one of the seats. Garrett's getting visually upset uh, at their shenanigans. You know what? And I'm on Garrett's side on this one. Like, that's some he, shitty things to do to, to a person that you kind of know, maybe. He does bring that into the reception a bit because they're they're arguing over uh, how, how much uh, meatball juice he's getting on his plate and uh, how bad she's doing with the asparagus. And that's when... <laughs> That's when Elroy comes up and he's just like, hey, my man, like, you're doing real good with those uh, meatballs. There's a man who knows how to handle his meatballs. And you, you're rocking that asparagus. Like, legitimately, I would, I would glow. Like, 100%. Like, like, I thought I was doing, doing a pretty bad job. But like, hey, he thinks I'm doing all right. And he's pretty cool. It does smooth over the tension, though. Oh, yeah. It's 100%. It's 100% effective because (laughs) they go from like already just like sniping at each other uh, as a as a newly married set of cousins uh, (laughs) to being like, yeah, you know what? We're we're doing all right here. I'm doing all right with my meatballs. You're doing all right with your asparagus there. We're nailing it. That guy said so. This this night is the most wonderful night of my life. Soon to also just imagine so I know you said you'd be glowing if someone came up and, and was like, hey, you're doing great with that asparagus. Yeah. Imagine, though, if you are at your own wedding and instead of coming up and being like, oh, man, what a what a beautiful ceremony. Congratulations, you two. They're just like, <laughs> hey, man, you're, you're doing great with that asparagus. And then just walks off like that's that's some weird shit. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I have some weird ass friends that would say like that don't recognize the right thing to say in a moment. And it's like, yeah, 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 I am doing it. Awesome. 
Especially if if it's a guy that is friends with a group of friends that I don't really know all that well that seem to have crashed my wedding. Yeah, because like as I add did, more on there, I'm I'm wondering how this all works. Because yeah, now I'm like, wait, how did Elroy and Frankie get in? Because at least <laughs> at least the rest of the study group has had interactions with Garrett before. <laughs> so. Oh, I, I know, but I know it. I know how. If, it's plus ones. It's it's got to be plus ones. I guess that I, that makes sense because <laughs> no no one actually no one there has a plus one, so that would yeah, make yeah. sense. Although you could maybe suggest that that Annie put Jeff down as his as her plus one based on some of the interactions that Frankie had has with her. Well, I mean, I imagine at that point you just you sneak in uh, Elroy as your plus one, mm. and then. You can you still have your have Jeff as your plus one. That's true. Yeah, yeah. You're it's you're it's just a numbers game. Yeah, yeah. That's not what people mean when they say it's a numbers game, but that's what it I'm isn't, saying. But that's fine. <laughs> the numbers add up is what I'm trying to say. So, but yeah, no, it is it is uh, interesting that uh, Frankie and Elroy are at <laughs> Garrett's wedding. <laughs> I've literally never considered that until this moment. <laughs> Because he has never interacted. <laughs> Imagine if you got married. Yeah. And you're being you're being a little sloppy with the asparagus. Keep that in mind. Oh, oh, um, don't worry about that. I was at the time. Imagine you get married and you invite some 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 people that you know from your school. Sure. And then also like the the new school administrator and the new IT guy are also there. <laughs> Um, like, and then the new IT guy comes over and he's like, hey man, you're doing great with that asparagus. And that's just your wedding, right? Like, that's... Yeah. To be fair, better than some things that actually did happen at my wedding. So I'll accept, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, I have questions, but I'll save those, I'll save those for off. Off pod. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Although uh, the the marrying my own cousin uh, did not happen and would be worse than anything that happened in my wedding. So. So uh, yeah, they're all they're all uh, because the uh, uh, because Garrett's mom is like, hey, you all kind of made an ass out of yourself. Don't ruin my son's day. Yeah. Like. Be be less selfish, be less uh, self-involved, be less weird and codependent. Yeah, and, and this is the moment when the... <laughs> it's funny, the episode does turn. They are still kind of their worst selves a little bit. But by integrating and understanding the family dynamics is what brings this upon themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's almost like yes, the 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 study group are terrible people, and they are just giant assholes. But if they're not pointed at each other, they're gonna point at you. <laughs> yeah, that cannon is firing one way or another. Just You'd where rather, where are you pointing it? Yes, uh-huh. keep it keep it in the study room instead of at the puppy parade. Exactly. Exactly. So. Uh, yeah, they they all kind of go off and do their own things. Britta gets weird on the dance floor. Um, 
Elroy goes around uh, hyping up white people, as we've uh, already discussed at length, um, because it is legitimately the funniest bit in this whole episode. It's so very good, Um, and Keith David goes so, so deep with it. It's so good. Annie is... um, uh, she's she starts thinking about Jeff clearly, uh, yeah. and Frankie very intelligently is like, no, we got to shut that down. Mm-hmm. Um, but so does it, that's doesn't when say it to Annie's face. Says it in no. A, you well, you can't you can't tell someone, hey, this person is bad for you because they're just gonna dig their heels in <laughs> that's even fair. more. I mean, it's a thing one can do, but it won't get the desired effect. <laughs> uh huh. Source, uh, I have told someone that. And I have been told that, and neither way worked well. So you can't you can't just straight up you, you be like can. Annie. Don't don't think about Jeff in any romantic or sexual ways. So she that's when that she she's she starts talking about the dragon about um, the dragon named helping others because they both have this innate need to constantly be right. helping and appeasing others. And um, Frankie, Frankie is emotionally aware enough to realize that that this is what she does. And Annie being what now, like 22, 23, some early 20s. Yeah. She does not realize that. And so that's when Frankie distracts her by by being like, okay, but if you because Annie asks, well, if I can tame this dragon, do I get to name it? And then Frankie's like, okay, well, let's come up with names. Uh, Let's come up with names for the dragon. Um, And it sets Annie off on this whole thing where she comes up with all of those names. Um, Jeff is trying to, uh, well, let me back up. Garrett's (laughs) brother comes in and he has relapsed. So... He can't give the best man speech. And so Jeff is like, all right, I'm going to stand in. I'm going to give the best speech ever. We're mm-hmm. going to be the first wedding guests that are going to be, are going to nail it so good that we're going to outdo the whole fucking wedding party. Right. So already focused on solving the problem that they created. Um, it does. Yes. It does help that Andy, Stacy's friend, is just <laughs> the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the the maid of honor speech is apparently just the story of how Stacy lost her virginity. Yeah. Um, and then also like yelling at her to not let Garrett stop you from painting. So you know, a great. Good a start. great speech. Um, <laughs> so, um, not I, not I, the worst speech of the night. <laughs> not the worst speech of the night. Um, it is. Uh, it is worse than anyone that I've seen in real life, though. Well, that's I fair. Think, I think most of the the speeches that I've seen at weddings have been uh, pretty good. Okay, I would. I w- I wouldn't probably go with. I've seen. I I I don't know if I'd really say like any of them have been bad, but some of them have been just like. Okay, that was a speech. I assume most of the ones where I'm like, eh, yeah, no, that was a speech. I assume there's a lot of subtext that I don't, I don't get between like sure. the person or, giving the speech that and or the, some nerves, the bride and, like and or groom. Um, if you would, like I've definitely us. been, I've definitely been to some where it's like, 
okay, I didn't understand half of what was just said, because it's like uh, I went to one where one of the groomsmen and the groom uh, do storm chasing. And so it was like a story about like, oh, man, I thought we were going to die in this tornado or whatever. And I'm like, this is very important to the two of them. And as a wedding speech goes, not like the most wedding oriented one, but like, sure, it's it's, you know, uh, it's important. Yeah, yeah. It seems them. like a pretty and good framing device. And I'm not, not going to shit on that. Right. It feels like a pretty good framing device for their relationship. Now, if you would like us, uh, your friends at Good Morning Greendale, to give your best man speech, you shouldn't. I don't give a fuck. His name was Mike. <laughs> I, I feel like you always forget that I have that on my soundboard Yeah, I do. Now. And, then I, and then I hit it, and you're just like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> it's so good. So, yeah, the, the Andy's speech is terrible. Uh, yeah, straight up terrible. Um, imagine going to a wedding, and then the maid of honor is just like, here's how the bride lost her virginity. Don't let him make you give up painting garrett don't fucking do it don't let don't don't make her give up painting garrett and then she sits down and you're just like so accusatory almost immediately what the fuck did i just watch um to the to the point where jeff when he starts his speech he literally just kind of goes in on andy to the point where where uh i think andy is like he's being way too mean and the dean is like no 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 He's listening to the crowd. She deserved this. <laughs> Look, there are two types of people. There are sharks and there are sheep. Yeah. Jeff is a shark. Sure. And so he can smell blood in the water. Yeah. And he's going to sure. go after that. That's, that's his style. Will. That's Jeff's style 100%. And, and Stacy, no, Andy, and Andy, she she bled all over that, that pool. And he's going to go after. Yeah. He's going to go after the blood in the water. He's a shark, not a sheep. Sure. Now, Andy, she's a sheep. Well, sure. What about Annie and Dean in this moment? Because Um, the Dean shows a shark perspective, but I wouldn't call, I wouldn't consider him a shark a lot of the time. I think, I think he's a sheep. He's just been attacked by sharks enough to know that like, this is how, this is how the world works. This is how, I mean, we, we he's, did, a, he's a sheep with wisdom. Right. We did. We, he was, uh, what was it in the Honda episode where he was like a persuadable uh, number uh, level six uh, or something? Level seven, level uh, seven. susceptible. Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. is definitely a sheep. Uh-huh. But yeah, he's a he's a sheep who's got got enough that he's uh, he's mm. got some wisdom on that. So Where he like multiple cars for basically no reason. Uh-huh. So and like you know when you're a sheep that long, you see a shark going after some other sheep, and you're just like, better her than me. Like <laughs> you know. Um. Sheep unite! We have to take down the sharks. But then that makes us sharks. Yeah, he starts giving this speech. He starts talking about like all of the coincidences these two families have. Um, so and so's uncle uh, fixed up old cars, and uh, so and so's friend uh, uh, had a car. Like, I don't know. It's a, it's Jeff declares that he's going to give a speech that's not just a winger's speech, 
but it's kind of a winger. Yeah, because we he only has one mode, man. There's no chance. It was always gonna be a winger speech. Jeff, come on. You know, you know that meme of the astronauts, and it's like, <laughs> wait, it's a winger yes. speech, and always then the other one's been. holding the gun. Always has been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's, every time Jeff opens his mouth, it's always a winger every speech. time. Uh, he then he, he gets to the uh, the maybe the most important part of the speech accidentally as he's like, uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, with us today is uh, um, Garrett's uh, great aunt Polly and uh, 90 years young. And you know what? Also with us is uh, Stacy's Mima, also 90 years young. They were born in the same town of Sheridan, Wyoming. <laughs> They, uh, they're both 90. Let's get them, let's get them up here. And then they go and get the one woman (laughs) who is both, who is both Garrett's great aunt Polly and Stacy's Mima. Yeah. Making them second cousins. Yeah, it's, this is, this is the moment, um, that is kind of. You know, this is the Elroy line about a man knowing how to marry his own cousin. <laughs> yeah, because the whole the whole room falls just silent. Oh yeah, and then from and then here Elroy's... until the end of the episode, the the wedding is quiet uh-huh. as hell. <laughs> Elroy's natural uh, inclination of of being a uh, of hyping up white people <laughs> of of being a white person uh, uh, enabler. Um. He's just like, now that's a man who knows how to marry his cousin. Uh, unlike before, that does not smooth everything over. No, it um, does there's, not. There's a limit. There's a limit to uh, yeah. um, congratulating white people on on just doing the things they're already doing, apparently. And he's yeah. found it. He's found the line. Yeah, um, it's it's very quiet. Uh, after this like like to the point where like there was music playing before it is not playing now i think the dj made a good choice um so yeah they, now they had, let's let's back that okay. up a bit you're the D, you're at a D, you're i'm at, at a DJ. dj you're the dj sure. of a wedding yeah and the uh a, a dude gets up and and basically uh lets the bomb drop that the uh the newly married bride and groom our second cousins. Sure. Uh, what song do you play at this moment to lighten the mood? Or to make the mood worse? Your choice. You're getting paid either way. We are family. <laughs> God, all my sisters and me. Because, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. That's already there. It's already played at a lot of weddings because you are merging the two families together. You, this is just you absolutely a, have that well, in your playlist. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just a wildly different deployment of it, and it is terrible and amazing. And I'm running with that check directly to the bank immediately. God damn it, Mike! I was trying to come up with something. I'm. I'm can't. I can't. I can't outdo that. That is. <laughs> I don't know if you because I, I did I t- did take a moment to think and then I got it and it came it came as a bolt of lightning into my brain and I don't know if you noticed when it happened but I definitely reacted as if I got jolted in the brain with it. I can't I can't beat that <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, can, you you won. You <laughs> those sorts of open-ended questions don't usually have like an answer. You, you can't you can't win them, but you won. You won that one. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. Um, I kind of want to see if anybody in the 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 Facebook group has anything better, but like it's it's pretty strong. Because because not only not only is that a song that would be played at a regular wedding because uh-huh. you, you got those two families merging, it's also like so you'd already have it on you know you'll have the vinyl or whatever, but yeah it is like a fucking like like sword directly into your ribs at that point. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, and you know what? Uh, the the bride and groom may not uh, appreciate that, but Probably everyone won't. else everyone else at that wedding is gonna have a story to tell about what a fucking cool DJ you were. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. T- yeah, that's fair. I, I like how you limited it to the bride and the groom and not the shared family that they have. Cause I don't think they'd appreciate it either. It's mostly only, maybe, the, maybe not. It's maybe mostly not. only the guests like Jeff Winger that would be like, okay, so this if, DJ, if you I, know? if I was at that wedding and, and they, that happened i would tell that story to literally everyone that i meet every time i i still tell the story to the point where i think i've mentioned it on this podcast before where i was at a friend's wedding and then the dj played um earth angel immediately followed by johnny b good and i'm like yes this rules it's a very direct reference to back to the future um now did he do it because he saw me making references to back to the future uh, maybe, or maybe. maybe he just always had that as, as his plan, yeah, yeah. but he did go earth angel, Johnny sure. be good. Yeah, yeah. And I still t- tell people that story, right? It, that, but that story <laughs> that is one tiny iota <laughs> worth of interest, man, uh, man, could that guy play ball? Um, <laughs> No, but see, but the problem with the two different stories, if I if I were this DJ and played We Are Family, mm-hmm. one of them is kind of a cute little note of like, oh, huh, back to the future. Cool. That's really cool. That dude is a fucking serial killer. What the fuck? <laughs> Look, are you going to get a one-star Yelp review for this? Absolutely. Is it worth that single one-star Yelp review? Yes. I would Make be sure surprised put- if it's not just a Yelp review and not like a lawsuit. <laughs> Make sure to put... Because they'll they'll be like, this DJ was totally unprofessional. And then you can respond. They let you respond to comments. I know because I've gotten responses from some two-star Yelp reviews I've given. Sure. Make sure to put in that response. Uh, it turned out the, the, uh, the bride and groom discovered at the reception that they were second cousins. And then I played the song, We Are Family. And you're, that two-star Yelp review... <laughs> is gonna give you more business than any number of five-star Yelp reviews ever. I guarantee it. Yeah, but you will be known in the area as that that one dick DJ. Yeah, but you're getting paid. That's fair. It's, this is your job, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, or, uh, you're getting that you, money. Maybe you, you dive into it and start calling yourself DJ Dick. Wait. No, maybe you do. DJ Asshole. Now that's a man who knows how to play the right music when the bride and groom discover that they're second cousins. <laughs> yeah, that sort of brings the mood down. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, there's there's a cut to commercial, I guess. There weren't really any commercials on Yahoo's screen, yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. But um, it, it cuts to where there would be an ad break. Uh, it cuts to later... 
the the reception's kind of winding down. A bunch of people have already left. Um, and Garrett's like, well, um, you know, we, we consulted a lawyer. Uh, it is legal to, to marry your cousin in this state. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just, it just feels wrong. So like, we think it's, it's best to just, uh, get an annulment. Sure. And this is when Chang, who has decided that he, this is when he's with the group, he's the best version of himself. We'll just, mm-hmm. we'll move on from there. Uh, he is the one that gives the speech to bring them together. Which yeah, is, he, which which literally the entire group is like, Chang, what are you doing? And Chang just goes for it. In fairness, he does not have the best track record. Correct. Uh, but yeah, he gets up and he gives a whole speech like, hey, who who loves you more than Stacy? And Garrett says, no one. And um. You know, and he he goes on about like the the meaning of love and blah blah blah, because uh, he's like, oh, it's you against the world, and you will not win, but you get to make your moves, not them. Which is, you know, it's an it's an interesting little speech from Chang. Sure, yeah. But yeah, that's when Garrett gets down on one knee and he says, "Will you be my legally incestuous wife?" And she says, "Yes." And then he gets up and he's like, now everyone stay and eat cake or go to hell. And then drops the mic, which I'm sure the DJ was super happy with. Oh, yeah. No, uh, the the best way to piss off a DJ or uh, KJ, um, karaoke jockey. Yes, of course. Uh, is to drop their microphones because those shits are expensive. And um, I have seen a KJ threaten to stop karaoke entirely and go home if one more person drops the mic and I don't disagree with him. So it's fair. It's a it's a it's a good point. Don't drop your mics. If you learn anything from this episode of Community or this episode of Good Morning Greendale, it's don't drop the microphone. That's the lesson we're all learning here today. Absolutely. Uh, today. Um, and so uh, Chang did it. Uh, the group. All, is all dancing together because everyone stays and dances and they're just huddled in a pile just like dancing together because they yet again one of the ongoing theme themes of this show is the uh, codependence of this group of people absolutely um and then we go to the tag uh which is which is such a fuck wild thing to have done so Okay, I think I need to explain this a little bit. Uh-huh. The the episode is written by Briggs Hatton, just a, a, a writer. He's done some other things. However, the tag is somebody playing Briggs Hatton, and in that somebody is Matt Gorley. So if you know of Super Ego or uh, uh, Pistol Shrimps, uh, uh, the the Pistol Shrimps radio, that that's him. <clears throat> and he explains to the audience that he's like. I, I had to come on to talk about the, you know, I had to reveal myself and like, uh, I wanted to address the topic of incest and how, you know, it's, it's inconsistent, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then it has like cuts away to the full writer's room with a fake Dan Harmon, which is also very funny. <laughs> so it's, it's basically just Briggs, Matt Gorley kind of, you know, Briggs there. It feels like a joke on the writer of the episode, Basically, like, well, look at this guy. He was he's really interested in incest. That seems really weird, right? It's it's uh multiple levels. It's it's sort of like it, what I was saying before about like the best man speeches, who it's like, okay, this is very important to them, and I'm just here to watch <laughs> it. 
This tag is the r- sitcom writer's version of that. You know what? I wasn't you, the moment you started discussing that. I'm like, that's this is exactly that, exactly. And it's just like, yeah, I I didn't realize that was going to come back around, and yet it did. But it is very funny that Matt Gorley is doing this. Uh, yeah, and it was um, uh, my my wife did sit down and watch the end of this episode with me, which was a uh, a weird one to uh, <laughs> a weird one to pull into. Uh, you know, in the last terrific. five minutes of the episode. Um, yeah, but because uh, that's, that's when all of the stuff happens. <laughs> she did. She did go. W- wait, is that really the guy who wrote the episode? And I was just like, I don't know. So yeah, I looked it up and found out all that stuff. And I'm like, what the shit? It, it is It is a very weird joke that they wrote in at the end. Uh, kind of, and it, it almost feels like you're putting this on this like fictionalized version of the writer of like, mm-hmm. look, man, we just, he wrote the episode. It's also the only episode he wrote for a community. So it's very specific. Uh, it's it's just very it, it is pretty funny to me. I mean, it is it is one of those things where it's like if you like indicate, you know, like a specific thing about the legality of marrying a cousin uh, simply by mentioning that, you know, that fact, it, it raises an <laughs> eyebrow. It sure does. <laughs> like, I agree. You, you can't just you can't just be like. Oh yeah, the the state of Oregon says X Y Z about marrying your cousin and whether or not that's legal. Um, and then ha- not have everyone in the room be like, "Why do you know that?" Yeah, and it, it, it's probably one of those situations where like not everybody's looking at you, and then they just whip their heads around it's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" So I do I do feel like uh, there is a little sort of in joke of like. Wait, so he shows up to write one episode of Community, and it involves Garrett marrying his second cousin? Um, Okay, okay. (laughs) So, so ridiculous. Uh, But that is the end of this episode, and that means that it is time for... Grades! I think we've kind of really gone through this episode with a uh, finer tooth comb than I think we anticipated doing, considering it doesn't. It, it's it's obviously has its like flow of a of an episode, but it's not like you you mentioned previously. You don't need to meticulously go eat through each piece. Um, you know it it is a hundred percent hitting hitting the playing the hits. Like you're you're going to see the Rolling Stones, and they're you're, you want to hear. The things that the Rolling Stones are good at, like uh, paint it black and stuff like that, like not any other new stuff that they want to put out there. I was wondering if you're going to actually throw out a Rolling Stones song or if you're just going to be like the songs that they do uh, continue. Legitimately, I was like, oh, God, I've used the, I, I should have been I should have said Weezer. Damn it. I should have said Weezer. I know Weezer better. Um, but yeah, like it's it's do the hits, um, which doesn't which works in a, a concert, obviously, but doesn't really work as well uh with a television show because we've done the documentary before you know that kind of doesn't play into much of the episode frankly like yes you get the talking heads and stuff but you you don't you can tell this story without that documentary piece um so that feels kind of almost superfluous uh, except uh unless you're like we don't have danny pudi today and we only have him for voiceover later 
like that would make sense that he's not here because he would be here. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I do think that there are some very interesting pieces that we start to get, you know, Frankie starts to talk about her, her, you know, family and how her sisters are. And one is, you know, uh, it, it ha has some kind of mental issue and the other one is deceased. And we don't, we, we kind of get, you know, this enigma that Frankie is starts to clear up ever so slightly. And I think that's a really fascinating choice to make the second to last episode of the television show. Um, mm -hmm. That I think that that makes Frankie such an interesting character, um, and yes, it's 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 another episode where the study group is the worst. But the moment they stop being the worst at each other, they are the worst just in general. They kind of like we mentioned earlier, the 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 cannon's going to fire. You just don't want to be in the way of it. And this time, Garrett and Stacy were absolutely in the way of it. Um, but again, like it when, when, once they're taken down a notch by Garrett's mom. All the the all the stuff at the wedding is not their fault per se. Yeah, at some point this was probably going to be revealed anyway. It just so happens that Jeff was the catalyst for this. It, it, it it's not it, they're no longer they move things forward, but it's not about them. And I think that's a really interesting way of putting this through. Um. So yeah, I I think it's you know obviously I think the funniest thing is Elroy. Uh, we've we've talked about mm -hmm. it a, a ton. Um, I do think, you know, there are pieces here and there that is very good. Like, um, at one point when, when Chang is giving his speech, somebody's like, let him finish. And it's like, they were letting me finish, sir. It was sarcastic, which is, which to me, I thought it was hilarious. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, we've, we've done some of this stuff before. Uh, you know, it is kind of an interesting way of ending the episode and the second to last episode that community has ever done. Uh-huh. Um, even, even when we know that there is a movie that is planned to come out and planned to be made, uh, -huh. um, to, to that point, uh, as I mentioned, my wife did watch the last bits of this episode and then I mentioned, yeah, this is the second to last episode. <laughs> We've only got one more after this. And she said, that seems like something you'd slip into the, like the middle of the season. I agree. Um, and that's, and that's coming from someone who just really does not watch TV. So, um, <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it, it is a very funny uh, place to put this, and also like I do love like the tag is kind of ridiculous, and if you don't know the meta ness behind it, feels like surprisingly straightforward, even though it is clearly a joke. But if you don't know that that's Matt Gorley, it's like oh, okay, that's the actual writer of this. He seems very specifically interested in this piece of information. Um, it's 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 all like. You know, we're doing the hits. The end tag is kind of a miss for me. Like, it's funny and it's interesting that they chose to do that. Um, but it, it it's 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 just a really, really fascinating episode. And I almost want to know more about, like, the real story. Like, why why this episode was written, when it why it was episode 12. I think that's an, actually a more interesting story than the story we got. Um so I don't know. I'm, I yeah. I, but I it's an enjoyable episode. Um, I just you know it's and it gives us the that now that's a man who knows how to marry his own cousin, a plus, uh, for that line specifically. But after that, it's kind of you know, there there's some pieces of it that you know obviously I don't I don't think hold up very well. So I think I'd probably give it like a C plus maybe. Okay. Uh, let's um, let's go with B minus because I do th I I did enjoy watching the episode, so I'll go with okay. B minus. 
Yeah, I mean, I I don't have much else to add there um, because yeah, it is you know, like I said previously uh, in, in a uh, I think maybe even just last episode, but like we're we're getting to a point where it's like community is kind of starting to retread ground on itself. Right. It's another documentary episode where Abed's doing the thing. He's he's trying to do a whole documentary. He's telling people not to to do a gym uh, because. Annie keeps looking at the camera and doing a Jim from the office yeah. look, which I found very funny. But um, so it's like, yeah, Abed's doing this documentary. He's, he, he's filming it for for Garrett, I guess. Um, and yeah, I think they mentioned it. You know, Garrett wanted the the it, it to be filmed. Uh, Garrett wanted the proposal to be filmed oh. and somehow this leads into it being the whole wedding. Gotcha. But anyways, um, the, uh, yeah, it's a, it's an Abed documentary. It's the study group being weird and codependent towards each other, being kind of awful to people once they try to not be codependent with each other. Um, the only, the only new ground we're really treading here is... Elroy hyping up white people, which is the funniest fucking thing. It's very good. <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, like you said, there's a little bit of Frankie trying to like open up and be, you know, a little bit, um, uh, a little bit more friendly with the the study group. Um, and then uh, Garrett marrying his second cousin. Like those are those are the new hits of the episode, <laughs> and. Um, you know, it's, it's fine. It's an enjoyable episode, uh, other than Keith David and, uh, it being the self-described quote unquote incest episode of community. It is not particularly <laughs> notable, but it is enjoyable. And so I will agree that's going to be a B minus, um, because it's like, it is kind of just a bunch of stuff happening and like, yeah, I mostly enjoy the stuff, but like, uh, community is historically, it has been a show that is very tight and dense and, uh, this just feels kind of loose. It's kind of all over yeah. the place with what it's doing and it's fun, but it is kind of like. Like I said, we're retreading so much ground that it's like, you know, I've loved Community. I'm I'm glad they got six seasons. I'm also glad the next episode is kind of the last one. They get to go out mm-hmm. on their own terms and then, you know, not get not get too stale because I do feel like we're starting to hit that stale. Yeah. And this episode is kind of uh, emblematic of that. Yeah. And boy, can I not wait for that movie? But we want to know what you think about this episode, about marrying your own cousin, about um, whether you would never wear under underwear again or always adult diapers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to know what's the worst uh, wedding speech you've ever heard. Yeah, that's a good um, one. What song would you play uh, as a DJ if you just found out that the um, bride and groom were second cousins? If the whole wedding found out that the bride and groom were second cousins in right. that moment. Yeah. Um, we want to know all these things and more. You can tweet at us at Good Greendale on Failing Website Twitter, although they have disabled TweetDeck. So I don't know how much I'm going to be actually yeah. checking that anymore. So uh, 
tweet at us there if you like. I apologize if I do not respond. <laughs> to be fair, it's not you to to apologize for Twitter's faults. We all know who that guy is. You can also send us an email uh, by going to goodmorninggreendale.com where there's Successful a little contact website. form. Successful website, goodmorninggreendale.com. We do have two emails this Whoa. week, Mike. Two That's awesome. I love getting emails. emails. Um, so uh, the first one um, I've already shared with you. Uh, it's from listener uh, yes. Robert, who just says, um, hey, Ben and Mike, just started listening to you guys back in the Futurama podcast and working my way through the community podcast. Just finished the episode Basic Lupine Urology, and during the sign-off, Mike says, I hope you had a good, happy holiday, or, you know, I don't know when you're listening to this, it could be June of 2023. And it is June of 2023 <laughs> right now, and I just finished listening to your podcast. Had to stop my work and email you to let you know that this was a great coincidence. Uh, thanks for the entertaining podcast. I, um, thank you for making my day specifically. That's uh-huh. I legitimately when you shared that with me, I'm like, this is the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. It was a great, uh, it was a great called shot. Um, and we do have a um, uh, return email from uh, uh, James. Hi Ben and Mike. I hope I managed to catch you before the last episode, and you've already been kind enough to read out my last email to discuss the theme song. So thanks. I'm now up to date, and I've listened to all your episodes, and I just want to let you guys know that I had no idea that Charleston Chew was a real thing. Way back when you discussed celebrity pharmacology, Charleston Chew got a mention because the dean brings it up in the episode, and you guys went on to discuss its significance in Futurama. I always thought it was a fictional suite, kind of like Let's Potato Chips, and learning it's real made me wonder what else is common knowledge to the intended U.S. audience that has gone over my head. Anyways, thanks again. Can't wait for your episodes on the Futurama reboot, reboot, reboot from yeah. James. I, um, I I don't mean to laugh, uh, but it is it is wonderful to get like a very uh, Charleston Chew specific email. I do love that. It's very good. <laughs> well, um, and it, it is one of those things where it's like you watch TV from a different country and it's oh, something yeah. like Charleston Chew. Like that sounds made up as shit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, who who would eat something called Charleston Chew? And it's us, dirty Americans, uh, yeah, yeah. clearly. I mean, not me. I've never had Charleston Chew in my life. But um, it does uh, remind me of. Um, I was watching. I'm gonna bring it up again. Uh, I was when the first time I was watching the IT crowd or the It crowd. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, yeah. Uh, that uh, there's a there's a. Um, a part where Moss says that he was eating um, Smarties cereal, and uh, oh yeah, Jen, Jen is like, I didn't know they made Smarties cereal. And he says, Oh, I, it's they don't. I just put a, a bowl of I put milk into a bowl of Smarties, and I was like, Okay, that sounds awful, because I was thinking of right. the U.S. candy <laughs> Smarties, which are like tart, chalky. Yeah, yeah little like pellets right instead of um, what it, what they are in the uk <laughs> instead of what they are in the uk uh which is like uh chocolate uh like candy coated chocolate uh treat and which still sounds kind of awful to have for breakfast um it's still, but it's a little bit more it's palatable. a little bit more they, they straight up look like m&ms without an m on them right 
Um, <laughs> I would also like to point out to make sure I was talking about the right thing. I did go to smarties.co.uk and it did ask me for what year I was born. Like it was an alcohol website. Um, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> hey man, hey man, you got, you, you can't, you can't be a kid and come in here looking for smarties. Anyways, watching TV shows from other countries is always a weird trip because That's of little true. things like that. We're yeah, yeah. just like weird cultural differences that you don't realize until, uh-huh. you know, you start talking about it on a podcast. So um, anyways, thanks for the email. Yes, thank you. Um, and uh, if you, too, would like to send us an email, you can do that on not failing website. Good morning, dot com. Very successful. You can you can also find us on Patreon at Patreon dot com slash back to Futurama. Uh, where we have some bonus content there. Um, this one, uh, this this uh, whenever th- this one comes out, the one that's attached to this one is very about the bone. Uh, I I do talk an unfortunate amount about uh, being <laughs> naked and yeah. giant penises in the sky. So we do that is a thing we do. Uh, anyways, um. You can find all those things at those places that I've yes. already mentioned. So, and, and, and thank you again for sending us emails. And you know, we've got our Facebook group, uh, the League of Jeremy's, and uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, communicates with us there. And we just love it the the fact that you come to the end of these, and 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 hopefully you, after all of our shenanigans, you have a smile on your face. And that is it for this episode, the penultimate episode, Mike. We've we have oh, man. a single episode to watch. One plus an eventual movie, but an uh, eventual one. This this is wrapping up, dude. We've got one more to it. go. Yeah. And until then, until next time when we're talking about the last episode of Community. Wow. Wild. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. Now, now that's there's a man, a man who knows, knows how to do a podcast. <laughs> These pants, mom, oh, oh. He should keep on wearing, keep on wearing.